day and you got a bunch of stuff that you didn't really like but you only discover that later okay but you don't uh, if you have these awful things that you have in your closet that you later on don't like you don't identify with them oh I'm a, I'm a slob this is, this, these are the things that I, that, that, that I own these are the things that, that define me you just think of them, oh I made a mistake you either give them away to a Salvation Army or you keep them in your closet or, or you just don't bother with them so there are a lot of stuff in our minds in the stream of our being so to speak that we've collected from you know from the many years and the many eons that we've that, we, that we've existed and a lot of them there are a lot of them that are things that we want to keep that we want to enhance embellish and we have a lot of things also that we wish that we never acquired we want to, we want to get rid of but unfortunately you know, when you get uh, some things that become a fixture <laughs> to your house when, and you don't want it anymore it, it cannot just say okay I don't want it and then you, you, you toss it out some of them you have to invest some effort to actually remove it okay maybe you had to unhook the, the hinges on the door to get it in so you have to unhook the doors again to get it out maybe you bolted it to the floor you have to now unscrew it and things like that okay so some of these things even though they seem to be part of of your mind because they, are, they seem to be so fixed so don't let that uh, uh, deceive you okay it, it, whatever is in your mind whether it is something you want or whether it is something that is a benefit to you you will always have the freedom to get rid of to get rid of them no matter no matter what they are no matter how fixed they seem to be part of you so all those qualities that are contrary to what you are trying to achieve that already exist in your mind you have to now be vigilant to be aw- to become aware of them it's like you're about to do uh, like a little screen cleaning here they could call it that and uh, all the things that were not necessary uh, were removed and the things that were absolutely necessary we kept them and we, uh, they became well not we them them <laughs> Bill and uh, the other guys <laughs> I didn't do anything I just came here and enjoyed it <laughs> okay so the, so wh- whatever was here and whatever the condition was it wasn't a, a fixed condition that you have to be ah stu- oh, I hate that thing being over there but it's over there that we are stuck with it Okay. so in the same way we can easily move things around and think, take things out of here so you have to think of your mind that way some of the things that we have we wish never, we never acquired them some of the things that we have we have to uh, uh, un, uh, take them from storage polish them and, and bring in, uh, uh, embellish them again okay. but before you are able to do that you have to have, you have, to have a, a, an awareness of what works and what doesn't work what are the states of mind? What are the emotions that are not a benefit to you? What are the emotions that not only are not a benefit to you, but actually are destructive? That they are actually undermine what you really want, what you really hope to, to, to do. And when you develop that, that sense of vigilance, you become aware of those, of those factors of the mind that, are, uh, that would fit into a category of unwholesome. It's like... A, Okay, now you're going to read your, your wardrobe. Okay, this pile is for Salvation Army. This pile I'll keep. And, and this pile, I, they're a bit uh, uh, worn down. I need to repair them. Okay, so you make, you make, you make, a, you make a, a list of, okay, these states of mind, now I see how when I experience them, when I'm in the moment of them, that they're not of benefit to me. So I need to get rid of them. And there are these states of mind 
that are the benefit, but they, are, they need uh, a little bit uh, polishing. Okay, so wholesome and unwholesome. And the way you develop the ability to uh, to actually stop your mind from in uh, strengthening those mental states that are that are that are no benefit to you is to slowly develop that ability, that will, that 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 force of the mind. And uh, the method that we uh, talked about was at, at begin in the beginning, be aware of them. Be, be aware of them as they are happening so you can know what they are and uh, do not allow them to become a motivation for an action okay. uh, then uh, we could call that uh, uh, ignoring them okay. that, that they're trying to, they're trying to uh, impress you they're trying to get you to become a motivation for you but you ignore that that Okay, you know, ignore that part of it. But whatever, whatever uh, they are doing to you, whatever they're doing to your mind, whatever they're doing to your body, you, be, you, you remain aware of that. Okay? So you know them for what they really are. So after that, ignoring them, then you contemplate how they are, they are, how they are of no benefit to you, how they may be harmful to you. You can keep reminding yourself of, what, of that. The, the next step is to try to immediately, like uh, you have thoughts of uh, uh, being annoyed with someone, then you think of the opposite, uh, opposite uh, thought. You, bring the, you try to forcefully bring the opposite thought in, in, the, in there. So, and that would be like, what was the opposite of being annoyed? Uh, being happy with someone, being uh, uh, delighted with somebody's uh, company or what you heard about someone. So you, you try to forcefully think, think of that. Okay. Then eventually, you are able to, just with the force of your mind, when that uh, uh, thought comes into your mind, trying to become a motivation for your action, you are able to just stop it with just the force of your mind. And the reason that uh, I would advise, and it's not advised uh, for you to begin with trying to stop it with the force of your mind from the very beginning, is because you you will you may end up just disappointing yourself. You may end up just discouraging yourself. You might say, "Oh, I don't have the ability." And when you're saying that, "I don't have the ability," "I don't have the," "I don't," "I, I can't do it," you're strengthening that affliction, and you're uh, lessening your power to be able to deal with it the next day. Okay. And if you go to and and then and when it, if it finally uh, reach a state where you have discouragement, you, know, you feel uh, um, uh, you feel deflated, so to speak. Then you have to, when you're in that state, that state is become very dangerous for virtue in your mind. It's so it's like poison. It goes to all the good qualities within you and it weakens them, and it goes to all the bad qualities within your mind and it strengthens them. Okay. Because if you, it's as if you are, you are saying you are, by having that measure of convi- by having that moment of conviction, the, you you are sort of like saying, okay, all the bad qualities. I see that you are very powerful, and and, and sort of like acknowledging and you sort of like giving them the power. And I say, all all those qualities, the, the virtuous qualities I'm trying to develop, you are weak, and you sort of making that conviction and you sort of removing power from them. 
Okay. So you try not to have any sense of, sense of discouragement in your mind at all when, when, you're, when you're training, when you're developing. Okay. So to avoid that, try not to engage the afflictions head on in the beginning. Okay. So eventually when you're able, when you feel a sense of, of, of mental uh, strength, of mental force to be able to, to stop them, then you do it with conviction. And, w- and as you are doing it with conviction, you, you don't focus on the immediate effect, whether or not it has the immediate effect of stopping them. But you, ho- you have a sense of conviction that it will happen. It will happen either, it may happen right now, it may happen tomorrow, because this is what I, this is what I'm trying to make happen, it will happen. And you do it with that conviction. And you are no longer in danger of becoming discouraged. Okay. But before you get to that level of, 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 uh, of conviction, you must work slowly towards it. You, so your mind must see you getting what you want so that it can develop its ability to actually go out and consciously try to do something, try to stop, try to get something. Okay? So in the beginning, you wanted to ignore and you find yourself being able to ignore. You are getting successful at that. You are, okay, I'm going to contemplate the bad qualities of these, of these afflictions and you are contemplating the bad qualities of these afflictions. All this is gathering a force of the mind and the mind seeing, oh, I'm powerful. I'm actually able to do things that I want to do. And you develop uh, until it becomes an actual sense of conviction of, of, of the ability of the mind to do, for you to do what you want. And uh, incidentally, once you reach uh, the state of meditation called absorption, or shamata, or shine, you feel this quality of conviction to such a heightened degree that you actually you feel very confident that you can do whatever you want to do with your mind and with your body. You feel that uh, if I want to go through that wall, I will be able to go through that wall. And, you, and even though you've never seen yourself go through a wall before, or try to maybe, <laughs> but you will have that level of coming conviction that it, and you will, it will actually, that level of conviction is what will actually be able to make you be able to do it. Okay. And all those psychic uh, abilities that, that are mentioned, it comes out of that level of conviction. And, and, and the formula for any uh, psychic uh, demonstration for yourself comes out of first getting yourself to that level of absorption, feeling that heightened sense of conviction, and then say to yourself, okay, I'm going to walk on water. You begin that way, I'm going to walk on water. And you hold on to that conviction with such certainty that you see yourself walking on water. Okay. So it takes time before you get, get there. So first stop your mental fictions. <laughs> And then you're able to walk on water after that. <laughs> okay. So don't try to walk on water and you sink and say, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> and when you say, I can't do it, you're strengthening that, that strength, strengthening that lack of conviction. Also, you're strengthening that inability, so to speak. Okay. All right. So after you, you develop that level of conviction, then you go to... Then you go to... Uh, then you direct that, that uh, level of vigilance 
for uh, when you look at others who are misbehaving, who are, uh, seem to be of bad nature. Bad, uh, bad nature meaning uh, uh, that they appear to have a sense of um, uh, I don't want to use a demonic, but <laughs> they, they appear to be little demons. Okay, <laughs> so they're going around, seem seem like they enjoy harming, hurting others, and, and and they seem like that's what they want to do. So you have to look at them as ah, here's a sentient being who's completely overtaken by those very afflictions that I that I that I, that, that I that I became aware of, of the disadvantage. So this person is not really someone who uh, deliberately wants to do what, what this person is doing. Because uh, what, the, what this person wa- really wants is, is to, be, to, to be free of some sort of pain. What this person really wants is to gain some sort of happiness. And you know that being under the influence of such affliction they're not going to get what they want. They're actually going to, uh, they're actually being deceived and they're going to get something completely opposite from that. Instead of getting rid of pain, they're going to get more pain. Instead of getting happiness, they're going to deprive themselves of, of, of happiness. So, when you think of them along that way, then you start to feel a sense of um, compassion for them. And, you, you rehearse in your mind, uh, you think of them in, in such a way that Whenever you encounter someone like that, you look at that you look at that person as an opportunity, an opportunity for you to 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 see how much suffering the afflictions can cause, and you also an opportunity for you to strengthen your own compassion, so that you so that for for you to see how you know how when someone is is under the power of an affliction, like anger, for example. That person becomes like a virus. That person is capable of spreading that anger around in, 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 that, in that person's environment. And other people who probably came from a very you know, came from a movie, enjoy a movie, and then you can you come into the environment of this person, and then all that happy thought that you had before in the movie is gone because you know, you're not infected by, 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 by this poison. Okay. So, uh, in order for you not to be affected by this poison that's coming, that's being directed. To, uh, seem to be directed towards you, then you 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 make your mind not see this person as uh, this person is a, 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 a cause of harm, a cause of, of pain towards me. Rather, see that, oh, this person is under the influence of uh, being uh, controlled by anger, the very thing that caused me uh, suffering. Now this person is this person is under that power. Okay, and that will help you see this person uh, as more uh, um, as an object of your compassion rather than an object for you to yourself to gain anger mm-hmm. towards. Okay, and, and if you already have someone in, in your life where uh, such a person makes it, uh, um, uh, they call him uh, a person's jewel. That person, uh, the. the to make the term precious jewel is come from the verse uh, where it says uh, see such a person as a treasure difficult to find so learn to think of this person oh that's a treasure that's uh, a find that's uh, um, uh, an opportunity for me to strengthen my compassion and so on and so forth okay and 
the 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 attitude that would have normally come up. Now you have you you you, you are now uh, you want to be able to completely change that automatic attitude to something completely opposite. Instead of returning the anger, you instead you have compassion, okay, genuine sense of compassion. And before you actually get there, if because of that person who actually who is your precious jewel, who actually pushes your button, who who is able to get you angry like that, uh, then the meditation you do is to, like we did last time, is to see yourself in the condition, in a situation, an event where you encounter this person, and then you see yourself acting reacting towards that person in a compassionate way. So instead of, okay, you, you visualize the person coming to the room, and then as soon as you see the person, you don't get anger, you don't get, don't, don't, don't visualize yourself suppressing your anger. Okay? Because we are visualizing, okay? So you can see exactly what you want to see happen. So you see the person coming, and as soon as you see the person, you have compassion for them. You are, you're concerned, oh, I'm concerned about this person's suffering. I wish I could do something to help them. I'm concerned about this person's happiness. I wish I could do something to make them happy. So see yourself having that reaction towards them. Okay? And you repeat this over and over and over and over again. And then eventually, eventually, you will see yourself in that person's presence one day and you will have that kind of reaction. But at first it will begin with there's anger and you're trying to suppress it. And you're trying to say, what, 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 what was I supposed to do? What, do? what did I hear? What did I read about? Okay, think, think of that person in a way of, uh, see that person as an object of compassion and you start doing that. Okay. And eventually, as soon as the person tries to even harm you, your immediate, your, your immediate reaction for that person will be that of compassion. And it will be genuine. Okay. It begins with this kind of practice. Just uh, see them in your mind, see yourself behaving exactly the way you want to see yourself behave. And again, don't see yourself suppressing your anger. Don't see yourself having any kind of anger in the visualization. Okay, anger is just not there. Okay. See yourself in the final stage. Alright? Okay. Uh, I don't know if you have such a person in mind, or you can not necessarily think of someone who's your enemy, who's out to, <coughs> who's hired a hitman trying to get you. <laughs> That's not necessarily the object, okay? It could be just somebody who annoys you, somebody, you could be a very good friend of yours who sometimes says certain things and sort of gets under, gets under your skin, okay? Alright? Okay, so let's uh, meditate for a little bit.